hi there. Welcome to Marketing Like a Mother, a podcast made for mompreneurs by mompreneurs. Each week, we're diving into mom-approved business and marketing strategies to help you grow a profitable and family-friendly business. Today, I am your host, Olivia Radcliffe, and I have the amazing, amazing Debbie Rosemont here with me today. So Debbie is a productivity consultant. She started Simply Placed almost 20 years ago to help busy women who feel overwhelmed and overloaded prioritize what matters, help them plan their time, and produce valuable results with confidence and ease. She loves helping clients implement strategies to work smarter, not harder, through her group It's About Time virtual productivity program and her highly customized individual six-month productivity transformation package. She is the author of the book, Six Word Lessons to Be More Productive, co-author of One Habit for a Thriving Home Office. She is a wife, a mom, a sister, a friend, volunteer, business owner, dog lover, and a travel addict. And she actually recently returned from six weeks of of living and working in Spain and can't wait for her next adventure. And I can't wait to talk with you, Debbie. I'm really excited for our conversation. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, Olivia. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. So the question I always start off with, and I'll start with you. Can you tell me a little bit more about your business and how you help your clients? Sure. Um, You know, I, I really... Uh, and passionate about helping primarily women in business have time for what matters to them. And um, to me, where I see the biggest challenge for women in business is that um, feeling overwhelmed. And those that are moms are, um, you know, we've got a lot going on. We're wearing a lot of hats. And so starting my company as an entrepreneur, when my kids were very young, I kind of tested and and tried out some different things that I love now to teach because they made such a big difference in my being able to not only be the businesswoman I wanted to be, but the mom I wanted to be as well. So Mm -hmm. that's what I'm most passionate about is, is helping women have time for what matters most, both in their business and in their personal life. I love it. And that's something that, I mean, resonates very much with me in my own life with my business and everything. I know I was told when I first had my son, I had a lot of people say, okay, so that's it for your, your, your business, right? Like you're going to go get a regular job and, and, you know, enough with this messing around trying to be in an entrepreneur thing. And I firmly believe that women don't have to choose between being a great mom, great wife, great friend, partner, and being a successful entrepreneur or a successful corporate woman or whatever you want to do on that professional side of things. I I totally agree. I I think about my corporate career, the um, time I spent working before I started my company, and it was primarily in human resources for a large financial services firm. And the the models that I saw of successful women in that company were primarily women who had chosen not to have children. Mm-hmm. Um, and that scared me a little bit. I thought, oh, do I have to choose? And, and this was before I had kids. Um, and I had always wanted to be in business and be a mom. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I came to realize, of course, we can have it all. Um, we can't have everything all at the same time. And that's part of what, you know, I think our, our challenge is too, is how do we, how do we plan for it? And how do we make sure that um, we are spending time where it matters? That's I, yes, 
what you just said there, we can have everything, but maybe not everything all at the same time. And it does come down to a lot of planning and such. Um, So question for you, we talk about productivity a lot. What is your definition of productivity? To me, it's achieving desired results. Um, I think a lot of people, when they think about productivity, think about cranking out more work, like the word produce, Mm -hmm. producing more, doing more, just working harder, being scrappy, hustling. Um, And I have really come to appreciate the, the idea of achieving desired results because, you know, I try to help people with work life harmony and, that means that there are times that we don't want to be working, that the desired result is not related to work or getting things done. You know, if, if I take a week vacation with my family and I, I go to Hawaii, one of my favorite places, mm-hmm. if uh, my my desire, my goal is to relax and rejuvenate and and play and, and spend time with my family. And while I'm in Hawaii, I keep up with my email and I write some blog posts and I, you know, maybe close a new client to the outside person that might look like it was a productive work week, right. Or a productive week. But if I did that at the sacrifice of the first uh, set of things I talked about, then it wasn't really productive in my mind uh, because that wasn't what I had set out to do. So uh, achieving desired results, my definition of productivity. That's a wonderful definition. And I think something that a lot of entrepreneurs, especially mompreneurs can miss, there's a lot of times where things like that self-care and, you know, taking a break and doing things like that, going on vacation can feel, you can start to feel almost guilty about it. Like I'm wasting my time. I'm not being productive. But if, like you said, the end goal is that self-care, it is that time, then what better way than to put, you know, put your email away and actually focus on enjoying that time with your family. I love that. Uh, And science proves, I mean, if any of your listeners need permission, I mean, you don't need my permission, but if you need to give yourself permission to take a break, science shows that breaks are productive. That when we, I mean, we, we just, you know, we can only focus for so long. We only have so much bandwidth and attention. And when we try to continue to push beyond the point where uh, we're productive and innovative and strategic mm-hmm. and our brains need a break or to just do something different for a while, when we don't give it that break, we lose out. When we do take breaks, when we, you know, take care of ourselves, when we build our relationships and do the other things that are important to us, we then, when we return to work, are able to focus for longer. We are able to to create more and and better results. So breaks are productive. I fully agree with that completely. And one of the things that I have had to pull back on myself a bit is the multitasking side of things. You know, okay, well, I, I do believe there's a time and a place for multitasking, you know, but doing it all day, every day, trying to get your rest in while answering the emails, spending time with your kids while on a client call, you know, the back and forth, there's obviously times where you have to multitask. Um, But I have found that multitasking actually doesn't help me get ahead. It really holds me back in a lot of instances. And I saw that you talk about how um, multitasking makes you stupid. So (laughs) can you go a little bit into that? What do you mean by that? Yeah. Um, 
I, I read an article a long time ago. It was in the Wall Street Journal. I think it was published in 2003. So this isn't new news. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was written by a woman named Sue Schellenberger. And I ended up developing a workshop on this topic and training on this topic because it was such an eye-opener to me. But the, the article that I read was titled Multitasking Makes You Stupid. Mm-hmm. And again, what the science shows, so it's, it's hard to debate science, is that we can't think and concentrate on two things at one time. Our brain just isn't wired to do that. Mm -hmm. So when we try, we lose, Uh, we lose time. And what's actually happening in our brain is what's better termed, not multitasking, but switch tasking. Mm -hmm. So you are switching in your mind from one train of thought to another when you're trying to do or concentrate on two things at once. And so that have to put our brakes on over here to focus on something over here. We lose time. 40% longer it will take to do two Mm. things at once than if we just focus on one and then the other. And then other results that are negative is that our um, chance of mistakes goes way up. Our stress goes up because there's a hormone cortisol in our system that rises when we ask our brain to try to do this. Um, And then the reason she titled her article as such, the stupid part, is because our ability to learn new things and our ability to remember things goes down. And I don't know about your listeners, but I know as, again, all the hats I'm wearing as a mom and as a a businesswoman and et cetera, et cetera, I I don't want to be forgetting things because I'm trying to do so much, right? It's just not worth it. So being able to focus on one thing at a time. And, you know, I think as as busy professional women, moms, um, it doesn't mean that we can't juggle different things throughout the day, spend time in different areas. But I think we need to do a better job at kind of compartmentalizing, at carving out some protected space and time to focus on something, which includes when you're with your kids, be with your kids. Um, So that's just something to think about. No, it's definitely, I, I mean, I have, I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur and I have a ton, a ton of projects. And I have found that the days where I am trying to do five different things at once, you know, Mm -hmm. same amount of time, same amount of tasks, I don't get as much done and I feel more stressed. I feel more harried and like, like I'm losing it. Like I, I'm at the end of the day, I'm so much more exhausted. My mental bandwidth is tapped. Then if, you know, the next day I say, okay, I am doing this project first, this task, check it off the list onto the next. And once I do that, it feels much more aligned, much more streamlined. There's a better flow to the day. I'm much more calm about it. And that's not to say that, you know, there's a lot of times I'll be on a client call and my two-year-old will come in the room with me. You know, sometimes you have to multitask. It is what it is. I, I totally agree. I, I think where you can avoid it, there are other times that, um, you know, it's, it is under more under our control. Yeah. So the, you know, you're on a, a phone call and you're also doing email at the same time. Like yeah. that's avoidable. That's not your, that's not your two-year-old. Yeah. Um, so yes, always, always, you know, the understanding, the compassion, the grace that we need to give ourselves when, when we have kid uh, needs and it's unavoidable. And maybe we don't have, you know, periods of the day where we have child 
childcare or some help, then, you know, we've got to figure that out. Um, and, you know, of course, I, I think family comes first. So, yeah. you know, that's a, that's a priority. However, um, you know, it, it's the things that are under our control. I think we can, um, can focus on. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So if time is a limited resource, which it is, uh, what do we have control over to make sure that we are actually maximizing our productivity? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're right. We only have 24 hours in a day. Nothing we can do about that. I cannot give you a 25th. I sure wish I could. (laughs) Um, But we can think about how we spend our time, certainly. The, The thing that I think we have the most impact or influence over is our attention and our energy. Um, so the way that we use our time, we just talked about the split attention or the, um, the switch tasking, asking our attention to go quickly from one thing to the other. Um, you know, our attention is something that we can work on. And in today's day, there are so many um, demands on our time and so much input, right? I mean, we have social media, we have texting, we have email, we have uh, instant messaging, we have our kids asking us for things, we have potentially team members, you know, so much input. Um, So we need to think about how we can hold our attention on things for periods of time with all that input and all the rings and the dings and the flashes and the notifications. Our attention span has has been trained to get small. Um, I, I read once that uh, we now have, as human beings, the attention span of a goldfish, which isn't very high. <laughs> so we can train our brain to pay attention. And part of that is stopping multitasking, focusing on one thing at a time, having a reminder to do that. That's going to be more productive. And then our energy. I, I have another workshop that's uh, maximize your energy to optimize your productivity. Self-care, you mentioned it before, is so important. So the way that we um, can think about our energy and, you know, do our hardest things or the things that take the most concentration at the time of day, we feel our best. That's one way to leverage your your energy. Um, Taking care of yourself by hydrating and eating foods that fuel your brain, Um, getting movement in your day taking breaks, you know, those things all will um, impact your energy. And of course, getting sleep and and rest um, has an impact too. So energy and attention are things that I feel like we can do stuff about. Um, If we haven't thought about that recently, or if listeners haven't thought about that recently, um, give it some some thought. Yeah, that's a very good list. Actually. I love that checklist. And I have actually something very similar that I used to keep on my wall to make sure I remembered to go through Mm -hmm. all those steps. Mm-hmm. Um, my sleep is something I do not compromise on whatsoever. Yeah. I might have some late meetings or something, but I make sure I get, I know how much sleep I need to be mm-hmm. my most productive. Now, granted, that's not to say that my two-year-old and throughout his infancy, you know, you know, agreed with my schedule, but you know, I, what I can control, that's a big part to me. Taking breaks is a big thing to me. Um, And one thing I like to recommend people do is if you have these, these priorities, the self-care side of things, and even other priorities, like spending time with your family, a vacation or an outing you wanted to do, um, when you go to sit down and plan out your day and your planner or something, put those priorities in first, make sure your self-care time is actually in your planner, because otherwise it is way too easy 
to just get eaten up by other tasks. And you think that's what I can sacrifice. That's what I can, you know, compromise on, but you really shouldn't. Totally agree. All right. So what is a common challenge or a common pain point or something that the clients you work with have, and how do you help them overcome that challenge? I, you know, I think about um, a word I hear again, you know, if I had a, a dime for every time I heard it kind of thing, I'd be rich. Um, <laughs> and that is overwhelm. Um, just the sense of overwhelm, you know, sometimes overworked, but overwhelmed. Um, and often that is from too much. When I started this company, it really started as a professional organizing business. So I was a professional, am still a a certified professional organizer. I helped people clear clutter and get and stay organized physically. Mm -hmm. And often the overwhelm was a a common challenge, but it was from too much. Mm -hmm. And I think that from a productivity standpoint, that is still the case. The overwhelm comes from too much. So trying to do too many things at one time, too many demands on our time, too many emails in our inbox, sometimes too much stuff in our space, uh, too many meetings on our calendar, too many to-dos on the to-do list. You know, all of this is, is potentially too much. And so, you know, I, I actually love to help people break that down and to, you know, part of saying, okay, well, there is too much, but what is it that's not clutter? What mm-hmm. is clutter? Because we want to eliminate or at least minimize time wasters and clutter so that you can focus on those priorities. So uh, my approach is, you know, prioritize plan your time to include those priorities, which Mm -hmm. means we've got to eliminate time wasters so that, like you said, you know, put those big things in first, including self-care. And then, you know, have some good systems and strategies so that you can produce those desired results. That's, that's the way I love to work with, work with people. That sounds perfect. Sounds great. Sounds like something all of us need in our lives, actually. Me too. (laughs) Yes. Yes, absolutely. All right. So before we wrap up here, is there any last minute, one big actionable piece of advice you can give the ladies listening? Yeah. You know, I, I am a big proponent of understanding what's important to you. So, you know, often it stems from our values. Um, you know, what we value, what's important to us. We want to make sure to include those things. So, so think about if you haven't, What's most important to you? And, and values are, you know, big concepts like um, family, uh, health and wellness, financial security, mm-hmm. contribution, you know, impact. Those are all things that we might value. And from those values, then you can think about your priorities and plan. And I'm, I'm a big proponent of regular planning. So a weekly planning routine where you take a little bit of time to consider the things that you value. And do you see those things showing up in your calendar and on your to-do list? Um, So a calendar audit's a great, uh, great opportunity once a week to say, you know, how is my time planned? And, and do I have time carved out for what really matters most to you? And if not, then time blocking and planning time is important. Um, even at the end of the day, just setting yourself up for success for the next day by listing your top, you know, one or two priorities mm-hmm. so that you 
focus, um, doing things the night before that make the next morning easier. And then first thing in the morning, having a good routine that gets you off the ground with good energy to, to you know, help you make it through the day. So planning, prioritizing, those are, those are key and, and foremost for me. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you for joining us today. If people want to continue the conversation with you, where can they go to find you? Yeah, so our website is itssimplyplace.com. So www.itssimplyplace.com. Um, and there is, we, we do have a uh, rock your uh, work from anywhere guide on there. That's a freebie. So go grab that. See, you know, it might give you some more ideas and inspiration. And then you can find me on most social media channels with the handle simply placed. So those are good, good ways to, to reach out. Perfect. Perfect. I'll make sure all that information is in the notes so people can easily get in contact with you. That sounds great. All right. Well, thank you everyone for joining us this week on Marketing Like a Mother. If you found value in the show today and want to support some fellow mompreneurs, we would really appreciate a rating or even just telling a friend about the show. And we will be back next week with more marketing tips for busy moms with businesses. Until then, take care.